0: So, we met online. This is a podcast about love, sex, and everything in between, the world of online dating. I'm Erica. And I'm Chris.
1: If this is your first time with us, we have a few other great episodes, especially if you wanna learn about Chris's background, my background, and how he and I met online.
0: So, Erica, one of the more popular topics that we've covered in the past was ghosting. Yes, it was. I hear you have another story about ghosting?
1: I do. So, Becca is going to be sharing a story with us about how she got ghosted by someone and kind of the repercussions about it.
2: So we met online. I believe it was date. He seemed very nice, accomplished, local, which is always a positive. Yes. Well, somewhat local. This was my first red flag. I've learned that you should never trust a guy who has more than one home and more than one cell phone. How did you know he had more than one cell phone? Well, let's start with the homes. Okay. All right. (laughs) A home in every place that he had an office, so Uh four places plus Austin. Okay. And Austin was fun and apparently had to justify the Austin condo by enrolling in an MBA program.
1: This, I'm already confused But alright uh, So so had five homes <laughs> Okay um, And multiple cell phones And he told you this Online before you
2: met? I don't recall Okay But right. I, I mean It came out very quickly okay. That he moves around He's, okay. he's mobile So don't transient men um, But I didn't know that At the time Because okay. I was young And naive we talked for a bit. We moved from um, J-Date to online, i.e. email. Mm-hmm. We're emailing back and forth. It was like good banter. It was great. I was excited to meet. Um, we decided to meet after a painting class I went to. Okay. I so culture. It's so cool. <laughs> well, you know, paint by number. Okay. It's actually one of those paint. <laughs> Sip and paint. Oh, yeah. With the wine. The obviously. more you drink, the better your pa- <laughs> That's you paint. True. That's true. <laughs> so, of course, I'm Monet, like, after three glasses of wine.
1: Uh, who's not? Exactly. Know, right. All right.
2: Do the class. Um, show up at the date. Mm-hmm. Once again, this should be my red flag. So, show up. We don't get too far into the date when he picks up a phone call. <laughs> Which cell phone? Uh, I'm just kidding, I'm just i I don't know. Okay. <laughs> I don't keep track. And clearly, I could hear him say, oh, no, I'm not busy right now. <laughs> While he was on the date with you? Yes. Okay. Yes. So, first of all, you don't think of a phone call unless, like, in my mind, unless it's an emergency and you're like, oh, my God, are you okay?
1: Of course. And if you do have – I mean, I've given this advice. If you do think you're expecting a call, like, from a child or a parent or something important, just tell your date in advance. Like, by yeah. the way, I'm expecting a call. Otherwise, put your phone away. Oh, yeah. That's- and upside down on the table is not away. Oh, shoot. This- I did that <laughs>
2: I won't tell. I won't tell. <laughs> I went, okay. So, picks up this call and says, oh, I'm not busy right now. And I was like, what? And at that point, I should have probably walked out. But no, I didn't. Because okay. I want to give everyone a chance. And he was probably cute. Yeah. Yeah. And he was also Doing quite well for himself. Okay, <laughs> successful and cute. Successful and cute. And Jewish. And Jewish the trifecta. Okay, <laughs> the trifecta. So I, so I used to think. Okay, yeah. Wait, well, no kidding. <laughs> <laughs> so picks up the call. Oh, I'm not busy. Oh, you guys want to come by and meet up? Sure. I'm at this wine bar. What? And he said the wine bar where you were. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Soon come his friends. It's a, it's a couple. And I'm like, no, oh, he's introducing me to his friends already. All. No, yeah. that's not the case. Okay. He'd just being rude. Okay. <laughs> so make it through the date we hang out with his friends I finally leave I think eh, I may or may not see him again right. because I think that was rude but I'm not quite sure so we went on consequently went on a few more dates because I am I don't learn the first time <laughs> <laughs> and you know he did these crazy things where a level of attachment I think somebody should have some level of attachment and so one of the dates he comes in and he's like I just bought a car I had a rental car before this so I just left it I'm hoping the rental car company picks it up I'm like what? You buy a car and you just leave your rental car thinking that the company's going to pick it up for you. He's like, yeah, or I'll pay somebody. Okay. Which is a little bit crazy. Yeah. And I was like, oh, is that what people who have unlimited disposable income do? Okay. Okay. Not my world. No, me neither. So, you know, date this guy for a while and I think it's going pretty well. And Uh and I, indicators would be, he invites me to visit with his, you know, parents who have a, oh, he's, first of all, let me take a step back. Okay. I had never been to San Diego, and his parents had a place there, right over the ballpark. It sounded really great. Um, One of
1: their 17 places, I'm sure. (laughs) Probably. (laughs) So what did you like about this guy?
2: (laughs) I mean, I'm not saying that in a joking way. I'm just curious. (laughs) You know, honestly, I think that somebody who's really smart and funny and the intangibles, I think, Mm -hmm. are the most attractive traits. And he had those. Okay. So he said, well, let's go to San Diego and meet my parents. okay, great. Sounds amazing. Sounds amazing. So I took off that day of work. I actually went and bought like some cute new clothes. I was really excited for this trip and he very generously bought my ticket. So the week of, he says, you know what? It's gotten really busy at work. Um, I'm going to have to update you on the trip, but like, don't worry. Like I'll, I'll be in touch. I'm like, okay, don't worry. You know, I get mm-hmm. it. You've got a lot going on. I'm totally flexible. So I just kind of go online and, and check my ticket with the confirmation number, and it was there before. Okay. It wasn't there now. It had disappeared. <laughs> so, so wait, what does that mean? He canceled your ticket? or I, I oh, figured it out before okay. he told me. So then I, I casually write to him an email. I said, hey, like, you know, about a day later, I said, hey, just want to check in, yeah. see if the trip's still on, knowing fully well that somehow he had canceled my ticket. Huh. Um, This was, I think, about the day before when I checked in. So we were supposed to leave on Friday morning. This was a Thursday. Okay. No response. And then I get an email from what essentially is his secretary. And she's like, hi, um, you know, Lane's not going to be able to make it. I've taken care of your ticket. Have a great day. (laughs) What? Yeah. And I was like, uh. And this was, I believe, probably Thursday night because I I know that And the trip was Friday. Yeah. What? And so I'd already okay. taken off the day of work. I canceled a dentist appointment. You know how hard it is to get a dentist appointment, I do right? know how hard it is to get a <laughs> dentist appointment. That's a big deal. Yes. <laughs> and I was like, oh my God. Like, I was just so perplexed. I was like, I, I, this isn't, this makes zero sense. Right. His parents. We there was no indicate. I mean, things were, okay. Things were fine. Okay. I mean, last I knew, he had a, had a busy work okay, emergency yeah, had to take care busy. of. Yeah, there was, um, you know, nothing that would cause me to believe that this trip wasn't going to happen or right. that we weren't going to be, like, oh, that was funny, like a little storybook. book. Right. Yeah. Okay. So, so, so you get
1: this note from his
2: uh, colleague, whatever. Okay. Essentially, I think assistant or uh-huh. whatever. Somebody is not him. Okay. <laughs> Basically. You <don't> get that. He <laughs> <laughs> was like, sorry, your trip's been canceled. And I was like, figure that out on my own. Can you send me an email? I was like... Weirded out and disappointed. And so I wrote him. Of course. And he just never wrote me back.
1: (laughs) (laughs) What do you mean, never? Like, not that day or not ever?
2: Not ever.
1: Whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa. He canceled your trip. He didn't tell you personally. Mm -hmm. And then he never contacted you again. Correct. This is like, I've told my ghosting, my biggest ghosting story. This is on par. I would say, this is, wow. And you never heard from him again?
2: No. However, this was, I believe, in July. I was at South by Southwest, which happens in March. That uh-huh. was roughly, like, nine months later. Oh, and i a at coward. I'm at a concert uh-huh. on the roof deck and listening. It uh, gets outside. It's beautiful. I look across. I'm in front of the stage. I look uh-huh. across and I see him. Uh-huh. Does his, he see you? Um, I think he does because he looks up, uh-huh. stares, and next thing I know, I look up again. He's totally gone. He knows exactly what he did. <laughs> he's a ghost. Uh, <laughs> actually, yes, he's a ghost. If he had come back, I think he would have been a zombie, but he never became a zombie. <laughs> Wow. So, yeah, just nothing. And I think I'd asked a friend who had gone out with him. And she was like, oh, yeah, he was really nice. And I was like, but you never, he never, like, offered to take you somewhere. She's like, no. And I was like, I'm just trying to figure out where this comes from. Like, is this a pattern? Is this – I couldn't figure it out. The worst part was going into work on that Friday. So you went to work? I ended up going to work. I should just, my, I should have just taken off. Yeah, like, how, 20, 20. My boss was like, um, what are you doing here? I thought you had a trip. And I was like, I'm embarrassed. I make like, an excuse. I was like, oh, yeah, um, you know, something came up.
1: I bet you still couldn't get in with a dentist for another six months. So. <laughs> oh, my God. Wow. Well, that is, that is, you know who I feel badly for, you, obviously. But oh, I feel badly you. for him. That he didn't have the cojones. Or I'm going to use that word. Or the, the chutzpah, whatever you want to call it. To, I mean, it's one thing to cancel the trip. It's yeah. another thing to send somebody else to cancel it for him. Yes. But it's another to break up
2: with you without telling you. Right. Through your secretary or assistant or whatever they call them these. I mean, I don't mean to be insensitive oh, about the name. <laughs> we're good. So. <laughs> so so one thing he didn't do, he didn't yeah. unfriend me on Facebook. And I conversely didn't think to unfriend him because I was like, I was just kind of curious, like what the heck happened to yeah, him?
1: Yeah, yeah. Did you worry at all? Like, did you think, God forbid,
2: something horrible happened to him? For a little bit because this guy was an entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. He inherited a business in, in Grew it To the extent where he said You know When it hits a billion dollars I'm going to retire Okay so Just to give you a Perspective on A billion Alright yeah. then Yeah So that was a lot of money Yeah And I was like I'm curious to see What happens to this person Like if he's right. going to retire Or like what's going to happen In the company Right So you never worried Like Well part of Something this is, dire happened Well part of this Was him going across The Mexican border And it, at that point There was a lot of you know, violence, and it was unsafe, and, like, his family didn't want him doing it, but he still did it instead of sending someone to do it for him. Right. I think he liked the excitement of, like, a little bit dangerous. So I was like, maybe he went into Mexico and, like, didn't come back. But no, that's not the case at all. Because when you're Mm -hmm. ghosted, I don't know about you, but immediately most people,
1: and I can only speak as a woman, you (laughs) too, most people, (laughs) most people, at least I first wonder, is this person okay?
2: Because as you have that woman because, nurturing. Yeah, nurturing because
1: and, I immediately think this person hasn't gotten back to me because they are laying under a rock somewhere.
2: They clearly can't get to the phone. Or they I should call your hospital. Maybe they're... Exactly. Maybe I
1: should <laughs> talk to their parents. I don't know.
2: But that was what I would think too if they didn't send somebody who works Correct. for them to essentially do their dirty work. Right. And then, unfortunately, most mm-hmm. people think...
1: And again, I can only speak as a woman. What did I do? You know? Yeah. And the reality of it is you you did nothing.
2: And then you want to you do something to retaliate. You can't because that's crazy.
1: You can't. I just heard on a different podcast actually that I was listening to. <laughs> somebody said that when someone ghosts him, it was a guy, a few weeks later he
2: just sends the ghost emoji. Which <laughs> I find hilarious. Equally kind of childish but kind of hilarious. Does he ever get a response from that? He says he does. Who knows? And do they say, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. People just don't like to be called out. Of course they don't.
1: I love calling people out. (laughs) Anyway, after the break, Chris and I are going to unpack this story about the ghosting and the canceling of the trip, but I want to thank you for sharing with us, and uh, I look forward to discussing.
2: (laughs) Thank you for having me. This is great.
0: Thank you for listening to So We Met Online. If you enjoy listening, we invite you to visit our site at SoWeMetOnline.com slash sponsors and find out how you can help support the show. On the site, you can learn about all of our sponsors, donate to the show, or promote your own business by becoming a sponsor on one of our upcoming episodes. And if you're a fan, please share our podcast to your friends, co-workers, or anyone else who is looking to meet someone online. Holy moly. I am having deja vu.
1: I know. With my story or your own?
0: With one of my own stories, everything that she just said, I've had happen to me. Uh-oh. I mean, literally, it sounds like a duplicate story. I had a woman who we wanted to go on vacation together. We set it all up, bought tickets, bought everything, hotels, rental car, the next day I received a text message from her saying... A text? Yes. I received a text message from her saying, I'm sorry, this isn't going to work out. I hope you can get a refund for everything. And then I never heard back from her again.
1: Well, I mean, the sad part is when a lot of people get ghosted, they look inward and say, what did I do to deserve this? And the reality of it is, Nothing. It's the other person not being confident enough in his or her feelings or lack of feelings to be able to express that to the other person. It's an extremely cowardly move. And I don't wish it upon anyone.
0: Yeah, and there's fear in there, right? I think sometimes people... Think, oh my gosh, this is not going, or this is going too fast, or this isn't going the way I want it to go, and I need an escape. I got to get out of this. Well, put on
1: your big boy or big girl pants and have a real conversation. Right. So I do want to just talk about the definition of ghosting. Like, when is it ghosting? Because the word is used so frequently now. I believe, and the definition I would use for ghosting is you're actually in a relationship with someone, and then they... Poof, disappear, fall off the earth, stop communicating with you. But a lot of people use it now, even just to say, Oh, we were talking, we were texting on Bumble, and I asked them when they were free, and they never got back to me. They ghosted me. Is that ghosting? I mean, it's still bad behavior, but w- what do you think?
0: Well, I think there's different levels of that. And I do believe that there can be ghosting that happens before you meet somebody, as well as ghosting after you've been in a relationship with somebody. I mean, one is
1: clearly worse than the other. Right.
0: But I I tend to believe that ghosting has been geared more towards you're having a conversation with somebody where you believe some sort of uh, expectation is about to happen, and then that conversation has stopped. I mean,
1: I've had it happen, and you probably have too, where I'll be uh, chatting with someone on one of the dating apps. He'll ask when I'm available for a date. I give, you know, hey, I'm uh, next Tuesday or Thursday might work for me or will work for me. I don't do mites. I write <laughs> my plans in stone, and then I'll never hear back. Right? Is that ghosting? It's rude, but what is it? I mean, I just. Look, I don't read too much into it. And again, unfortunately, if you're not confident enough, you might think, well, what did I say something wrong? No, the person got busy, decided he's not that into you for some reason or something else that has nothing to do with you.
0: Yeah. So maybe the definition of ghosting is really when you leave something open ended and the conversation stops. That's ghosting, right? Maybe. So, Why don't we day- just
1: call it like it is? Ignoring someone, not being comfortable, <laughs> being cowardly, and having bad behavior. I am so tired, and this is what I want to talk about. I am so tired of these cutesy nicknames for poor behavior. Right. I mean, we got ghosting, which we've just talked about. There's this whole lexicon. I'm, right now, I'm reading definitions from this website. I found lifestyle.one. It gives pretty good definitions. So we have ghosting, which right. we just talked about. Have you heard of breadcrumbing?
0: No. Exactly. Okay. I thought it was when website. you feed
1: the pigeons outside, you know, <laughs> feed the ducks in the pond. No, breadcrumbing is when someone aims to maintain your attention from afar by dropping crumbs of affirmation in a sporadic fashion.
0: Yeah, they don't want you to leave.
1: Exactly. They're keeping you on the back burner just in case and stringing you along just enough. And it takes someone, unfortunately, with low self esteem that gives them enough ammunition to say, oh, well, here she's still into me. Let's see. Benching. You know that one?
0: Yeah. You put somebody else on the bench while you go date somebody else. Benching
1: is when someone you're dating doesn't want to see you, but still keeps in contact. Uh, Someone describes it as texting limbo. So lazy, minimal effort, and plans fall through at the last minute. In other words, your plan B. Right. How about the slow fade? It's
0: Like, yeah, we can see each other again. Well, maybe not. Oh, I'm busy tonight. Oh, but...
1: Someone doesn't want to break up with you. Right. They don't want to break up with you. they slowly increase the amount of time between communications until they are gone.
0: It starts with you're texting every hour, and then all of a sudden you're texting every day, and then all of a sudden you're texting once every other day, and then once a week. Mm
1: Mm-hmm. How about haunting?
0: Uh, sounds like my ex.
1: (laughs) Why? Well, tell me
0: why. <laughs> Just because she won't go away. Well,
1: that's kind of it. Haunting is something that makes our eyes roll when the person who once ghosted you returns to your cybersphere in a lurking sort of way. Yep. It's the classic, unexpected, hello stranger effect, but through social media. They'll like your post on Facebook, or are always the first to view your, I don't use Snapchat, Snapchat story. They don't want to get in touch directly, but they want to be like... Swimming around you.
0: Yeah. Zombieing? That's sort of like haunting.
1: Yeah, I think so too. Zombieing is the latest term you need to add to your dating dictionary. Essentially, it is when your ex comes back from the dead, pops back into your life after a spell of acting like a stranger. Okay, so these definitions were from this website, lifestyle.one. This new word that was coined by the dating app. Hinge recently just kind of a little bit makes my blood curdle because it's called kitten fishing. It sounds so cute. Who doesn't love a oh kitten? my gosh. But it's ridiculous. So we have catfishing, yeah. which is when you pretend to be someone you're not online. You're not, you know, you're chatting with someone online and you're using say fake pictures and just a whole fake persona. This, and I'm just going to read this from Hinge's website. They say Katie sat at a tiny East Village bar waiting for Ben. She'd connected with him on one of the swiping apps, blah bitty, blah What Katie didn't anticipate was the person who walked in five minutes after she sat down. In his bio, Ben had advertised himself as 6'2", important to Katie, who, at 5'11", prefers a partner taller than she is. Ben, she says, had to be around 5'10". So this is just lying. I hate to be the girl who makes a big deal about height, blah, 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 but I'm a tall girl, and he lied about it. Worse, though, the conversation. What had been witty banter via the app fell short in life. When he sat down, I think he could tell I was taller than he was. Maybe this made him nervous, but I mean his personality was totally boring and different in person. He was so funny online. Now, I will say, some people are much better at writing yeah. than they are at speaking. Yes. So it says here, what happened? Katie was kitten fished. A practice so common in the world of modern dating that we at Hinge had to give it a name. The definition, the phenomenon of well-intentioned dating app users presenting themselves in an unrealistically positive light. Yep. Okay, this to me is lying. <laughs> uh, I They be-
0: don't need to come up with a cute name for it. There's already a name There's for it. There's a name. Lying.
1: lying. Yeah, I-, I can't remember if I've told the story about... I believe I did because there were bacon biscuits involved, if I told the story, about brunch and the guy who lied not only about his height but his age. Yes, yes. And once someone is a liar, in my eyes, there is no coming back from that. I don't care if I like him or not. And unfortunately, we all remember that one story of where the lie worked. You know, oh, well, I lied about my height by three inches and it was fine because I won her over in real life. No, that is an anomaly. That is an outlier. Don't, don't lie because you think everyone else lies. The reality of it is kitten fishing. Look, I like kittens. I like fishing. It's a silly word. For lying.
0: It's stupid. And I hope this podcast makes its way to whoever the authors of this article is. <laughs> look, I
1: know the CEO of Hinge, he's a nice yeah. guy, Justin, but I- I'm going to say... We're going to send
0: him this article right. and say, <laughs> have you read this piece? Listen to our podcast.
1: Well, the article was written by Hinge. I just... Look, it's great for their publicity. However, I just think it's a silly word, as is ghosting, as is haunting, as is zombieing. That covers up the fact that people use poor behavior sometimes. Right. I and mean, now that ghosting—I'm sorry—now that ghosting is in the lexicon, you know, every day, especially in my job as a dating coach, I hear he ghosted me, she ghosted me, I ghosted him, he—I ghosted her. That—that that almost makes it okay in people's eyes, because it's so easy, because it's easier to say than, you know what, I was in a relationship for four months, and I couldn't handle my own feelings, and I didn't know how to express that I was no longer into her, so I just kind of uh, stopped answering, and then I blocked her on Facebook, and then I went away, and then we passed each other on the street, and I averted my eyes. Ghosting is easier to say.
0: Well, and I think because, again, it's in our language now, we we almost... are looking for some sympathy from it, right? It's like, oh, I've been guessing. Oh, I've been there. I've been there. Yeah, I, I know that feeling. I get it, right? Right. We've had turned something that truly is awful empathetic, pathetic and rude, and we have made it into something that is acceptable and understandable and innocent.
1: I was watching Master of None the other day. Uh, Aziz Ansari wanted to cancel a date on a woman because a better woman, in his eyes, became free. And he was like, no, no, I can't do that. That's rude. And then he said, oh, you know, we're allowed to be rude these days. It's 2007, whatever year it was. We we can be rude now. So he just texted the other girl and canceled. And... No. I mean, if I have anything to impart on our listeners, it's please treat other people. I mean, the golden rule, right? Treat other people how you want to be treated. Just because you cannot see their face and their reaction does not mean it's okay to be rude, to devalue someone's time. I'm getting all fired up about this. But
0: we've talked about this again in in our first episode of Ghosting, where in today's culture, we no longer want to have conflict in any capacity. Look at work. You'll go into your office, and I don't even want to necessarily walk across to the next cubicle to have a discussion with somebody. I'd IM rather them. text right. it and, I, and some message yeah. them. Yeah, I
1: used to call in sick if I was sick when I used to work at Fannie Mae. Call. I wanted them to hear, oh, excuse me, I'm sick. Now, people send a text. They right. send an email. right.
0: Because I can send that text. It might be text. in Bermuda. I could send that text, and then I can put my phone away and say, "I don't want to listen. Look at the response."
1: Right. Exactly. Or
0: think of how many times you call somebody and you're thinking,
1: "I hope I get the voicemail." Exactly. <laughs> it's true. The one last thing I want to say with ghosting is that uh, another reason I don't care for the expression is it because it. It doesn't differentiate anymore between, like I was saying before, what is ghosting? And it doesn't differentiate between someone you have never met uh, falling off the earth and ignoring you and the the situation that Becca had or that I had that I talked about in season one on our first ghosting episode, how Josh, who I had been seeing for over a year, not only stopped seeing me but stopped answering me even after I sent a text saying are you alive even after I reached out to his sister-in-law to make sure he was in fact okay he made the conscious active decision after over a year not to respond to me because he couldn't get a grip on his own feelings and thoughts and communication that's very different you know I do say Josh ghosted me but that is so much more than someone on Tinder just deciding not to go out with me.
0: Yeah, and I think that in today's instant gratification culture, the ghosting has become, I'm communicating with you on an app, and we make plans, and you stop talking to me. What happened? To your point, as you spend more time with somebody, and that relationship naturally grows, and after a year... Uh, it's no longer ghosting. Uh, it's something much, something much
1: bigger. Bigger,
0: And so maybe we need to come up with our own yeah r- word, right? If they can come up with kitten fishing <laughs> and we believe it's something worse than ghosting, then it's got to be...
1: A term that expresses the behavior for what it is. That encompasses more than simply ghosting. Flamingoing you know look we can come up with funny terms hey Chris he flamingoed me he ceiling fanned me what else
0: okay I got nothing else I got nothing else thanks for listening we hope you found this podcast interesting and enjoyable so now we're asking you to do us a favor head over to iTunes or Google Play and give this podcast a five star rating and a terrific review because this helps more people find the show, and that will help all of us. See you soon for another exciting episode of So We Met Online.